Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. All right. So, I want to talk about something that we were talking about the other day. Go on. Debating about, you might even say. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, one of those things where it's like, oh, I wish I said this before. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what I'm doing now. Because okay. we were talking, we were having, I think we've had this ar- this ar- argument debate five times in our in our friendship. And it's the idea of empirical versus metric uh, measurements. Yes. Right. So empirical. I.e. the way the U.S. does it and the way everyone else in the world does it. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Though I, I, I told myself I would do research before this, but I thought that's unfair. So instead, I want to bring up something I just thought of on the top of my head later. Mm-hmm. So you were saying how the metric system makes sense, and I don't blame you. It's base 10, one centimeter, uh, 100 centimeters a meter. Makes mm-hmm. sense. That all makes sense. Everything's base 10. That's cool. Unlike America, that's like. Uh, the you know frozen and 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 freezing water and, and, and boiling water is all different and shit. Yeah. But let me ask you something: if the metric system is so great because of base ten and that you know everything goes up by ten and one hundred, why does no one have a problem with time and days and months and years? What do you mean? Like why why is no one like uh, why is in a minute a hundred seconds? Well, okay. So the the, the basis why, here why, is that the system it? the system that you use is the system that you get used to, right? Yeah. And like, I guess I'm just saying it's better because from someone to go from empirical to metric, it would be easier, zonkers, years, and like just a, a bajillion light years easier than vice versa. Do you think? And I okay. think by that merit alone, it's learnability, it's ease yeah. of use, it's 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 ability to be picked up makes it the superior system. Your argument about time is 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 moot because it's everyone not, everyone uses the same. That's system. what I'm saying. It, that, and my point is that it's arbitrary. It's like, it's. You, can your, you imagine? Your first point of all, is arbitrary. Your face is arbitrary. But it's like, if people can get used to the imperial, because people are always like, it's so hard to adjust to feet and inches. I'm like, there's twelve feet. There's twelve inches in a foot, and this mm-hmm. many and three feet. I mean, it's like how fucked up is that? That uh, like we're good with it's like millisecond. Right, and mm-hmm. then and then there's like picoseconds and all that shit. But then, mm-hmm. we, then we get the seconds, and then it gets all fucked up. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, but how? I mean, for for the most part, the layman doesn't use pico or nanoseconds. Exactly. Or, like, which is, but, but everyone needs to roughly know how far away that thing is from that other thing, you know. And yeah, like, it but, tends to be a, a a very clean way of measuring it when it comes to like tens and hundreds and thousands. When, when exactly. Like, yeah. So why aren't people up and arms and be like, "Yo, a minute should be a hundred seconds. A day should be a hundred minutes. An hour should be a hundred minutes. Oh, a day should be a hundred hours." That's what you're saying. Motherfucker, 365.25 days oh, in a year. You're also not taking into account it's how crazy. time is, has been like 
very carefully calibrated over like the sun's movements and See, the moon's movements. That, and you're going to bring that up. And that's <laughs> why, that's what I was supposed to research because I'm sure there's a good reason why a foot is a foot and like knots are knots and knots is something to yeah, do with like... Yeah, I think like, it's just a bunch of stupid people that made up like their rules. It's, like, it's, 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 like, it's like religion. You know, a bunch yeah. of people just decided that, okay, this is how it's going to be and then they just stuck with it. No, but, it just so happens that the religion of the empirical system is a little bit better. No, that's not... <laughs> you meant metric. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sorry, the metrics. Yeah. I, I don't know. I never, I never call anything because I've never used the other system. The non-metric system. system. So all American I know... American system. Yeah, the one that only they use. Okay, can we at least agree on this? That when it comes to measuring weight, I mean, grams and kilos are, are great and all. Pounds are okay. What the fuck is a stone, bro? Yeah, that's. I think we can all agree on that one. Stone being, is stupid. Even they don't use it that much anymore. I'm seven stone. Like, I think they only use it to as, as a measurement for like their own weight. I, I've rarely heard someone go like, oh, that's like a 15 stone weight. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 20 pounds or something, which is no like idea. seven kilos. Okay. And then here's another one. How come no one gets pissed off about what a dozen is? Why is it 12? Why isn't it like 10? Can I have a dozen of something? But that's not, that's not a, is that, is that, does a dozen count as a unit of measurement? I don't. It does. Because okay. you can have three dozen of something, can't you? Okay, sure. It's a very seven. vague definition, but it's not like the, a unit of a measurement the same way a centimeter or a yeah, it is. foot. Okay, fine. We're getting into a weird place right here, and I feel that you feel very strongly for the. I don't. It's just I brought. I thought of that system. time thing when I was in a room full of people who only use metric, and I, I was like, first of all, I wasn't. I didn't even really care, but people were just asking me, it's like, why is this? Why is a foot a foot? And why is a meter? A meter? I'm, I'm like, eh. But then, I, then I thought, oh, this time thing's a great one because my point is exactly what you brought up. It's like it's the movement of the sun, blah 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 blah, and I'm guessing that how feet and all those shit came to be was. Because of a good reason. Probably the Romans. But also because like empirical and metric, it's like a split. Some people use it, some people don't. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to time, everyone is going by the exact same metrics. Not the Koreans. Okay, fine. Not the Koreans or the Chinese. I'm talking about... a lot of people right there. You just said (laughs) almost 2 billion people. I'm I'm not talking about the concept of what date it is. I'm talking about the concept of how long a minute is, how long an hour is, how long a year is. Mm -hmm. That is just kind of like an even. Everybody uses that. So that's kind of like going like, why doesn't the word the mean apple? You know, it's like yeah. it's a bad example, but you know what I mean. Everyone sort uses of. the thing, so like you can't just Let me say it's a wrong system. When you look at a person, can you? I guess, only see color. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Can you guess their height and like put it in meters and centimeters? Um, no. Wait. See, roughly. Okay, but but also you have to remember that it's not a tall person doesn't, and I speaking as a tall person, mm-hmm. never is put in a position in life where they have to turn that into a skill. I've just, so. I've just never thought of people as heights because I look down on everybody. What about people that are taller than you? Cause like they, I, they don't exist. This because... is another one we talked about. Like I talked about how the American system is kind of better for weather because a yeah. hundred degrees feels like fucking hot and like zero degrees is, you know, whatever. But like, yeah, like I can get, I can like ask a person's height. I'm like, Oh, that guy's about five, five. And mm-hmm. then that, that chick's about five, two. Right. That guy plays basketball. He must be at least six, two. Like I'm guessing you're six, one, but like, it's weird to be like, uh, I don't know. I think he's 1.73. Nah, dude, 1.75. You know what I mean? Mm. That seems weird to me. Yeah. That's because you don't use the system. That makes perfect sense to me. Because you do that like, too. So it's like, 
Uh, okay, oh, like, I think you're three it's, centimeters it's, it's off. It's only because people always talk about my height. Mm-hmm. Like people are always going, oh, how tall are you? How tall are you? How tall are you? And like there will be like a discrepancy between like 180 and 182 and 184. I'm 181 because what people then use is their frame of reference for what 182 or 183 is. Because be, oh, my brother is 185. You can't be 186. Yeah, but Something what I'm saying like is that, it's you know? more practical, right? So l- let me show you the difference between um, this is a visual thing. Sorry, podcast listeners. Also, sorry that I'm getting so heated on such a weird topic, but. Nathan, the difference between someone who's five nine and five ten is this much, right? I'm putting, I have my fingers an inch apart. The, the words you say someone, have no meaning to me, but okay. okay. The difference was between someone who's one seven, I don't know, one seven three and one seven. I, do you just skip? Do you be like, oh, he's between one seventy and well, the difference between one seven one seventy and one seven five is that much? <laughs> That's five centimeters. No, it isn't. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's five centimeters to <laughs> he, me. He, you held out your, the same distance as an inch, roughly, and an inch is two point. centimeters. Again, I'm sure it's because you've taken time to like really figure out how long these things are. It works practically in the world. I can't give three fucks. I just don't think about distance or measurements that much. I do know that my two um, hands. Okay, if I made like fifteen point four, is that what you said? If I made like a like a shaka bra, like like, uh, answer the phone, like a hang loose kind of sign. Yeah, and I put both hands making a hang loose sign next to each other with the double double bulls with the thumbs touching a W, if you will. That's fifteen inches. Yeah. I know that because six I've, penises because I bothered to check in the last week compared to a, t- a monitor. Yeah, yeah, I, I I bothered to check in the last week, but ask me in like a year, I'm gonna forget. You're gonna forget. I just don't keep track of these things. All right, hello everyone. Hey, welcome to episode one thirty. A little late, but you know, John's maybe fault. not for the people in the future. <laughs> I think I think it's my fault that it's uh, a late, and then it's your fault that it's later. How's that true? Because I was I've like, been back home for four hours. I said, you, I was like, hey, you want to do after dinner? You're like, yeah, sure. And it's then 11 I o'clock. And I it's there. 10.30. I was waiting for you. You were playing a video game. You're playing my video game. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the game, dude. Ghost of Tsushima is the best. If you're not on it, folks, and you have a PlayStation, get on it. It's Ironically, so I'm not on it. I haven't even, like, I haven't had time to touch it yet, but it yeah. looks it looks very, very cool. I, I love how the colors look on the screen. It's beautiful. It's a very artistic game. Mm. I really do wonder what the Japanese people think because I feel it's kind of like, what's the word? It's kind of like um, fetishizing. Right. I'm going to say appropriating, but like fetishizing the Japanese mysticism. Like, dude, I follow a mystical fox to bring me to a shrine to pray. Right. Like, that's a regular occurrence in the game. Right. That seems kind of like a lot. I, I'm pretty sure that's based off of something. It's like folklore. No, it's totally folklore. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not based off of just like, oh, Japanese people like foxes, right? No. Like, yeah, I'm no, sure it's based on, is, on research. No, no, and, no. My point is that they did the research, yeah. but they're like really like, oh, it's so Japanese. I don't know. Like, like is there... I don't know. I don't like the times we're living in where we have to question good art. Like that, <laughs> that sought out, you know, historical, not historical, but, you know, cultural um, verisimilitude. <laughs> and then they're still getting called out for that shit just because they're not Japanese. Yeah. I don't know. I think as long as you're paying respect to it, as long as you do it from a place of love and a place of wanting to homage. Um, yeah. It feels uh, weird to be like, to you know how like in a game you have to do a task and if you do that like small task... You, your player gets better, like you get more hit points or whatever. Right. I have to write haikus, bro. I have to write haikus. Okay, that sounds a little racist. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I go have... to a hot spring and I reflect on my life. <laughs> and and do, you, do you reflect on how disappointed your parents are at you not being a doctor but a samurai? Very close. Mm-hmm. More like I reflect on the fact that my dad is dead because I wasn't brave enough to fight the bandit when oh, I was you, 12. Oh, dishonor. Yeah. Man. Well, honor's a big thing in this game. I haven't um, 
played a proper video game in super long, man. Because you're a busy man. I've been I, I've been getting my. I think that's why like I tend to like shorter spurts of video sure. gaming, like Overwatch or sure. Um, you know, even a recent game that's gone popular called Valorant. Even that's a bit mm-hmm. too much. Really? Because it's a first person like kind of a uh, team versus team thing, mm-hmm. but it is uh, you play to thirteen. So All wins. Yeah, so Rounds like or whatever. The, yeah, so it, it's like CS, but then like the scoring, it you 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 play to thirteen, and the time length that's that's much le- that's much more than Overwatch. Standard well, Overwatch, games. yeah, because because it's because with Overwatch at least it's like constant action, other than like this this the the initial minute. Mm-hmm. Like the spawning phase, but with Valorant, like between every round, there's you a wait, high right? phase, you sit a waiting wait. phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you happen to die early in the round, you're pretty you're, much just you just sit there checking out yeah. the the game. Um, so yeah, even that is like a big ask <laughs> because <laughs> I just feel like I'm sitting there wasting my fucking time. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like after this month yeah. and a half. I should be able to like really sit down and like sink my teeth into a video game. Are you saying like, oh man, in six weeks I can play video games? Is that literally what you're saying right now? In six weeks I can like <laughs> sit down and like and like play six to eight that's, hour stretches. No, that's bullshit. You know something else is going to come up. You know it. Well, but like I, th- I okay, so like I think a lot of times when you're buying a, a thing like a video game or mm-hmm. a book or a a, a Blu-ray box set, okay, okay, <laughs> or something like that. Um, a big part of you is also like, uh, like okay, at, at least the part that makes me kind of happy is not just the fact that I've bought this thing, mm-hmm. but I'm also buying myself the promise that I'm going to have time to enjoy this later. But you have to, you you're forcing yourself to carve out time. For something yourself. like that, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. buying this, so I'm like I'm it's dropping like an almost. Yeah, like I'm dropping sixty bucks because I know like in the next month or so I'm gonna have like forty hours to mm-hmm. sink into this thing and it's gonna make me feel good. And the sixty bucks going into forty hours of my enjoyment is a good deal. Um, that is not what happened when I bought Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I pulled the trigger very early because it was out. Because it was exciting. out. I saw it in front of my face and I was like, ah, Samurai game. And then pff, work. And then I played it. Avalanche. Yeah. Like, I have like 16 hours into it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I've just been getting my kicks off of like tiny little bite-sized games on Overwatch. And even then, like there's something wrong with my laptop and it's not making oh, it no. fun. Yeah. I might want to upgrade that. Situation. What's wrong with it? Like it's just choppy. It's just yeah, it's a little it's just choppy. It's a PC. Uh, no, PC I really stuff. think it's because I made the wrong move, and I bought a very basic gaming yeah, laptop. Basic. A, a basic, a basic gaming laptop. Because like the rule of thumb is, if you're gonna buy a gaming laptop, which is something that not a lot of PC gamers do anyway, yeah, because they tend to want to get the customizable oh, yeah, build sure. and everything. But you know, if you are a traveling gamer, if you're gonna get a PC laptop, you want to get top of the line shit, yeah. so that you you know you're gonna be good for a while, for at least six months. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, realistically, you'll be good for maybe like three years, three four at years a front at a push. Yeah. Um, when I bought my gaming laptop, it was really just because I I kind of want to play. I had yeah, I had yeah, never had a gaming PC before, and I bought like the most basic basic gaming laptop. So essentially, like when I bought it, it was already like on its way to being obsolete. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm a big believer in like when it comes to purchases like that, be it cameras, phones, electronics, basically that you're going to use a lot. You got to spend up front, or else you're going to spend more down the road. Yeah, but you you also have to understand that when I made the the initial purchase, I did not anticipate 
sinking that much time into oh, it. Fair enough. Like legit, I just thought it was going to be like, I'm just going to use this PC to get my Overwatch fix. But then like suddenly, like I discover this whole new world of PC gaming. So I was um, there the whole time. Yeah. So really like my, I guess like my second purchase in this world of PC gaming would be a better setup yeah. of some sort. Well, um, yeah. I think that's good timing, Nathan, because it was your birthday. Maybe you can get yourself oh, yeah, your yeah. own birthday present. And I swear to God, I've, I, I, I've lasted this long without pointing out what we have done to your room. Yeah. It's staring me right in the face. It's a situation. They are staring me right in the face. It's a situation. <laughs> um, so it was my birthday uh, this past Sunday on the 26th of July. And um, I came home expecting us to all just have a little dinner in the apartment. Which we um, did. And, you know, I, I was expecting, to be fair, some form of surprise. I was expecting at least five of my friends there. Which there were. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a maximum of five of my friends there. Which it was. Um, that you would invite. And yeah, they were there. Surprise and all that. But then I enter my fucking room. <laughs> and, like, literally the entire wall above my bed is just covered in, like, photos of me and photos from my social media yeah and um, it was a lot it's i must say geometrically very it's very pleasing very satisfyingly placed like because if, if this was just like your hopes and dreams yeah you know like realistically this would be a dope idea if they were like pictures i wanted to see i'm sorry yeah <laughs> i mean you know, let I mean? it be inspiration yeah like, can i just say my my plan was to get five photos huge Mm. Since we didn't have the time to do that, instead right. we got about a hundred photos small. Yeah, I, so, so, you can so math what, it pretty easy. There's nine photos per paper. There's yeah, four, and it's in a grid of four by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Basically, basically there's just lots of photos yeah. on my wall. Yeah, and um, I'm 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 giving it. There's like three hundred photos. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm giving it till this Sunday, so I'm giving it a week. Um, I, I believe I, f- I think that's a respectful amount of time to leave the effort yeah, 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 yeah. and the and the thought. Um, after the sun- Sunday, I'm ripping it out because I can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, you went through it with your dad. <laughs> I did. I think I think if anything, we made it easier for you to rip out. I mean, ours is just paper. Yeah. If if you've listened to the show before, um, I spent a roughly three and a half year period. Um, that's all of high school, you guys. So like it was it was a bit of high school and army. And I lived those three and a half years with a giant poster. No, okay, not even poster. A giant plastered wallpaper picture of me next to my bed where I slept. And um, it was my dad's doing. Yeah. He, he, he did it as a sweet gesture. And, to, you know, it's sweet, I guess. But it's, it was also a huge um, detriment. That's 10% of your life, dude. A huge detriment to, like, my social... Ten uh, percent of uh, your life, you were sleeping next to giant versions of your face. Yeah, so so we took that lovely story, and uh, instead of having you know nice intentions, we had fucked up intentions just to embarrass Nathan. Basically, I'm keeping it for a four more, three three more days, and it's yeah. Gone. I feel like we should immortalize it somehow. Well, maybe I'll take a really good photo of this wall, which I guess I kind of did already, but I like it, man. And then. Um, Okay, so my question to you, Nathan, yes. is how many other photos have you found so far? Because um, not just that, folks. We yeah. have an Easter egg hunt situation going. They're all scattered around the house. I found one in my toilet bowl. Yep. I found one in my food cupboard. That's two. I found one in the freezer. That's three. Oh, that's my favorite one. I found one um, in my clothing cupboard. Honestly, I don't know how many more there are. And uh, my thing is that I'm probably just going to put more as the year goes on. 
Just random. Easter egg Nathan. <sighs> yeah. Probably I'm going to take these down before you take them down and cut them out, then do Easter egg. Guys, it's actually a pretty fun game to play with your friends or your family. <laughs> just hide photos of them around. Just like little or things an that make them laugh. infuriating one. <laughs> I'm gonna, but I, I guess it, it's 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 like the 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 photo equivalent of glitter. Yeah, like you're just gonna you, keep. You can never it. get them out. Yeah. It's, they're stuck. But happy birthday, dude! I hope you had a good one. Yeah, it was um, a nice little t- shindig. Um, can I say that we had the best intentions? Like we were trying to figure out the best way to soundproof your room. Like we thought that would be the best gift to give you is to somehow isolate your. Uh, room from the rest of the apartment sound wise mm-hmm. and all your musician friends said that's impossible I was like fuck it's not yeah it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just straight up I was like, okay, a blanket it's, no it's no, not nothing. impossible but what you would have to do it's impractical re- for sure yeah you would have to pretty much build another door door that's what all oh, that's what Ollie said yeah either in front or behind my door it's not worth it um, and then that way you have that pocket of air between the doors that kind of traps all the sound that's oh. not how it's, science works but you know is that um, why theaters do it I always th- assume theaters did it for light um, but it's the same. Is it does it work well, for it's, sound it's, as well? It's usually because the door, the mm-hmm. secondary door, and also like the material that that little space is made out yeah. of, is usually made of very absorb. You're, you're talking like in a studio, like in a proper studio. Studios, theaters, everything. Mm. Yeah, just heavy sound absorbing doors. Yeah, um, yeah, and they tend to be very heavy. So um, yeah. that's what w- would need to happen. But that's impractical, and also I only have like we like a year left in this place. Yeah. So, so instead of spending hundreds of dollars doing that for you we spent <laughs> dozens of dollars printing out these things dozens. and i gotta say it's on paper and they're really good quality like from where i'm sitting and to be fair it's dark and i'm a little far yeah like it, it looks like proper photo paper no, it but holds it's just up. It it's holds just up. paper it holds up from a distance um also I, I just haven't printed photos in like i need to do more of that ages i haven't printed photos in ages i used to like i, I guess no I, i've done it like in recent memory but just for like little gifts and shit mm-hmm. but for the most part i remember when printing photos was like a regular thing it was the thing you had to do i had to do it at least like once a month but not just for me like i had so, like, to work stuff um no for my family weirdly enough no oh. <laughs> like my my mom would give me like the 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 rolls of film and my dad would give me the rolls of film and go oh, go to this place tell yeah. them for our glossy or for our matte Whatever, because we used to print all our photos and put them in photo albums. Mm-hmm. So, did, so did we, yeah. Hasn't been happening for like tw- 15, yeah. 16, 17 years, this but you know. decade, effectively. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's cool because my family, it sucks that we don't have anymore because it was cool because my family, we would make it a Costco trip. We would go like every two weeks. Yeah. Go to Costco. It's the cheapest place to get photos developed. Grab a $1 hot dog. Have a great time. Buy toilet paper to last you a year. That whole thing. I yeah. do. I do want to get into the habit of like compiling albums of some sort, though. Mm. Only because, like, I know that the cloud is storing all of it. But honestly, I think, I, like, I use my phone for so many other things, and there's so many other photos and weird screenshots and random things in there that, like, my photo cl- library is just crowded. It's yeah. overcrowded with too much shit. And, like, I think it's nice to have a physical object because, um, Mm -hmm. funnily enough, just on my birthday a few days ago, um, I was with family, having dinner at home. And at the end of dinner, um, while we're having tea and stuff, we pulled out some photo albums from when I was, like, one. And, yeah, really, something about having that physical 
tactile thing in your hand where you can flip through the photos and then let you see the, yeah. the cheesy little scrapbooking that someone tried to do 20 <laughs> years ago. But like, like yeah. yeah, but even then when it's a physical object, be it a scrapbook or like framed photos, like you see it every day or you, you see it when you want to. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't look at photos in my phone. Not really. I still do. Like I, I, I really... Like reliving memories and whatnot? Yeah, I'm definitely the type to like look back at shit and like I thank the Apple uh, geniuses mm-hmm. for... Um, making the thing where you can just search within your photo app like a country a place a thing like, you can search a thing yeah you can search like cat and it'll show you all the photos of all the cats that you've ever taken and it did that automatically oh yeah i'd never do that yeah yeah so okay like legit like go to your photos right now. and search steak i guarantee you you'll see at least five photos of steak that you've taken with that phone probably oh my god yeah <laughs> wow that's freaky <laughs> so yeah your your phone's learning things without you knowing motherfucker this is pork nathan <laughs> stupid phone stupid job you're so stupid <laughs> um but yeah like i i love doing that so like especially if like i'm i am remembering something like, I want to show my friend uh, this pasta that I had at this place, like, six months ago. But I can't remember, like, where it was exactly. Or okay. I do remember where it was, but I don't remember when it was. So I'll search the restaurant. Or I'll just search pasta and, like, look at all the pictures of does, food. Do you have to, like, for, does that have to geotag or for, for restaurants and stuff? Or how does that work? Well, when you take a photo, unless you've turned off a bunch of settings, every time you take a photo, it has all the metadata on, like, what you've taken a photo of, if there's a recognizable face mm-hmm. in there, where you took the photo, and what time and date you took that photo. Man, I've definitely taken photos of boobs, and they're not coming up. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe there's, like, a child safety thing. I guess so. Did you just search boobs? Yep. How about search breasts? Okay, let me try. <laughs> if I see chicken, I'm going to... I might actually be pretty impressed. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, well, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, I... I Damn I, it, that's a thigh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy looking through old photos. So like, that's something that I need to... Just, you know, personal footnote. Need to do that. Okay, because my thing is that I only take photos basically on, on my phone as like messaging. It's like, hey, this is the restaurant. Photo. Boom. Right. This is where I am. Boom. Like, I don't really take memories. I, <laughs> maybe I do. I definitely do. Because like, it's the only camera I own. And yeah, I love looking back at that shit. My dad even does it. Like for the last, like, as, 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 as recently as I can remember, like seven, eight years. Nathan. What, what the fuck? How do they know that's a bicycle? <laughs> the, the photo I took of my girlfriend in Korea, and you can only see the handlebars. And I guess iPhone knows it's a bicycle. Contextual positioning. Man, I, this is blowing my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, for the last seven, eight years, my dad has been um, using this service mm. to print all of his photos into a book. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like a long little like book situation. Those can be he, very expensive. Um he, it, it's. I think it racks up to a pretty decent price. Yeah, because if and, you use acid-free paper or whatever, that can literally last a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, sorry. He he does it after like big trips or like holidays or whatever. Mm, that's nice. And he sends it to like the people that we went with. Um, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, it's like a whole thing, and it's kind of nice to look through the books. Like, I need to do that. Oh, there's, there's snow. There's a category that just says snow. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, in case you didn't know that, and you own an iPhone, I'm sure Samsungs and each and and. Chinese phones do that too. My mind is blue. But tr- check it out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Just play with your photos app and search for things. I I, I know that um, mine is like if I search animals, like a like it's just Nikki. Well, no, about like seven thousand different photos come up of like every cat 
dog, <laughs> like <laughs> that I've taken a fo- like a donkey or something that I took a photo of in Mexico or something. It'll just all come up, and it's great. <laughs> That's fine. Speaking of donkey, I wonder if I put in donkey, will they put my stuff from Universal? Nope. <laughs> How old are your photos in there? Pretty old. Right. Yeah. Oh, so so you really don't take that many photos on your phone then? Not no. Hmm. Not really. Interesting. Yeah, which is weird because I'm I'm a professional photographer and all that. But uh, when I get the iPhone, what is it? Twelve, the one that's coming out this year, supposedly. Are they still doing that? We're coming out with a phone. Yeah. Last I heard, they were coming out with a phone earlier than usual, uh-huh. which is weird. I, I I tend to not follow Apple News unless I need a phone. Yeah, me too. Like this this is the first time that I've owned a phone that is like the current generation of iPhones. Yeah, I, I have the eight. I'm really quite happy with it. Mm-hmm. The only reason I would at this point now, okay. So actually, this is something that I would like to talk about mm-hmm. because now I, I'm getting way busy as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's nice because now I feel like when I play a board game, when I play a video game, I'm like, oh, I think I've earned this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I've been doing a lot of filming lately. I've been uh, lucky enough that I've been tapped to direct some projects, um, and that's been really good. And my buddy, who has an i, he's like my co-director, uh, Wyatt, who you know, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an iPhone uh, 11, yeah, 11 yeah. Pro, mm-hmm. and his footage stacks up against our DSLR footage. Yeah, dude. So at this point, it's like I need to get one for work, and it's great, and you can do <laughs> selfies and videos, and it's like now i want it i mean there's a reason why like most people on social media like they just use their phones for like a lot of it like a good bulk of it of course if you want to go that extra level like i would say phone content doesn't hold up as much on youtube unless Mm -hmm. you've got like some pretty good stabilizers you Mm -hmm. have like a kind of hand gimbal situation thing then sure we call those himbles himbles yeah um or herbals but for the most part, like I use my, I, I, I think I've exclusively, not exclusively, but ninety eight percent used my like my phone at the time for all my social media stuff. Yeah, and it works just fine. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's because like it's become the language of social media has been the iPhone image, like that specific lens, which I think is like Definitely. the equivalent of like a twenty eight millimeter, which I think is an ugly f- focal length. But yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? That's Definitely. Society. <laughs> just like fucking this is like the snobbiest thing i've heard ever <laughs> what are you gonna do Fuck so that. snobby that's, no but like it's a pro photographer talking yeah yeah I, I get what you mean though but like whenever you see something that's shot that professionally you kind of expect something from it mm-hmm. and honestly you know like not everyone is like a crazy content yeah, yeah, creator yeah. Or sometimes it, you, know. you sometimes you just need to present it a bit more simply yeah like if it's shot with like these crazy like depths and apertures and other words that i relate to photography it's pretty good actually like you, you kind of want you know a little bit more from it and not everyone can deliver on that that's fair yeah like, i wonder if there's any tiktokers out there that use like anything other than their phones probably not. oh definitely 100 percent. really that use like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay so like um there's a good amount of content on tiktok that is just like shot content that they then edit down to fit the tiktok format okay there's plenty of that i know nothing um but like Again, because of like what people look for, it tends to not capture the attention as much as like a like a like a kind of grainy phone video of a cat drinking from a cup. And the day, it's about the content, right? It's about the story, you know, short as it could be. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of cool, actually. You know, less uh, middleman to putting stuff out there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of like you know comedy content, food content, especially Mm -hmm. food content because you know the detail helps. Of course, with food content that's shot with like proper cameras and all that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
My eye itches. I'm sorry, that's not very good podcasting. Why does my eye itch? Why does your eye itch? Jeez, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, you turn on your air. Your, oh, by the way, I was going to say that air filter is a champ. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen an air filter work as well. As, I guess I've never seen an air filter work. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had a little thing we did in your room the other day. Yeah. And we put some dusty things in here and there was dust in the air. And because lots of the of things we were sheets, doing. Lots of sheets, lots of pillows, yeah. lots of dust. And then, like, the the photography the light, light that yeah. we were using it was just shining this visible beam of light and you could see like just all the dust in that beam flying around i took some really good photos of that actually <laughs> on my professional camera um and i ripped this uh novita i think not a sponsor not a sponsor but um, we're gonna get some hopefully. air filter and yeah i don't know i assumed it worked because like ever since i've had it i haven't really had that many allergic reactions Considering the fact that I, I my room has two carpets. Yeah. And curtains. Curtains. Drapes. Yeah. Because I, I vacuum and sweep pretty regularly, but also, you know, there's just shit that you can't Yeah. See. Can't factor in. But like but like the fact that the day we had the shoot in here, it looked like it was snowing. <laughs> like there was so much crap in the air. Yeah. And then you turned it on and like ten minutes later it was completely gone. And I'm like, it's magic. It was like ninety percent gone. But yeah, like I, love I technology. I had like a little uh photo shoot in this bedroom. Yeah, which was fun. <laughs> Um, because have an upcoming project coming whoop, whoop. up, and a lot of the project was done in this very bedroom. So we mm-hmm. thought, ah, oh, would be perfect if we did the photo shoot in this bedroom as well. Why not? Um, yeah. Because most of the 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 like some of, like a bunch of the the recordings and a lot of the writing and composition happened like in this very room. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see how all that comes together. The photos came out super, super interesting because um, I worked with this local photographer, um, Len Chai, mm-hmm. that I've been, she was great. I've been waiting to work um, with for ages now because like, I just love her whole, I just wow. love her whole aesthetic. Yeah. And like, I love how she embarks on these little projects that are just like, they're not for anything specifically, but she just has so much like creativity and vision mm-hmm. that she wants to like translate that into her photography. So yeah, um, shout out to her social media. I think it's at Lenig, L-E-N-N-E-I-G-H. Uh, her name is Len. Check her out. I'll put her in the show notes, but yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Please check out the show notes once again. I actually put work into that. Did you, did you put down in the survey whether people read the show notes? No, I forgot to. Because <laughs> okay, because here's the thing. I discuss. I'm I'm curious. Do you know how many? Like, what is the split of how people listen to the show? Uh, that's another thing I didn't put in the thing. Those are important. These things. are great things. <laughs> um, because okay, from what I have seen, yeah. at least from my social media, not the Good Hang social media, but my own social media, mm-hmm. a lot of people are Spotify. listening on Spotify. Yeah, and the show notes don't happen on Spotify. <laughs> Fuck a duck. Yeah, the show notes don't... No, they, they, they come out, but they're not clickable, and they're not... It's sometimes it's not, it's not like all of them. They're not finished. There's yeah. a word limit on the Spotify um, descriptions, so not all of it comes up, and none of the links are clickable, so we should probably look into that, you know, law, law of I diminishing... I think Spotify better fucking look into that. Returns. Fucks. <laughs> before Joe Rogan gets on there. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know about you, but I almost never... I always read them. I, I I don't listen or to I'll any. Breeze through them. I don't listen to any shows that require me to look at the show notes. I guess that's what I'm. I then fuck show notes. Never mind show notes. <laughs> there are no show notes. How about that? The death of show notes. And um, from from that bitterness, let's transition into um, a little game that I was curious yeah. about playing. 
because 50% of the people who listen to this like our game. <laughs> this, so, is, this is for you, 50%. I wanted to play this game uh, because it's been a while since we've played one where we both can play at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it is a, it's pretty much a straight-up rip-off of a game I saw Jimmy Fallon playing on his show nice. called Think Fast. He stopped doing it because... I guess it wasn't that good of a game. <laughs> uh, his loss, I guess, it our was, game. It was short-lived, but the, the entire premise of the game is that um, John and I have prepared a list of questions, and these questions are literally the, anything. Yeah, very anything. Any question of any sort, and the aim of the game is to answer the question immediately after it is asked. No waiting. This is going to be a quick game. No contemplation. Yeah. But we can, you know, we can discuss. <laughs> we can, how about we break it down like, okay, so we, we have 10 questions. Why don't we break it down to like Okay, so three like I, what whatever. I was thinking is we do five, okay. you to me. Okay. Five, me to you. Yeah. And then Talk about it. the next 10, we go back and like backfire. Uh, oh, okay. Like one, 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 one. I got you. So yeah. let me separate my list right now then. Yeah. So TLDR, we're just going to ask each other questions and try to answer them as fast as possible. There are no correct answers. There are no wrong answers. But you get like moral victory points for answering it within the right context. Okay. You don't lose or win here. But you know, it's kind of a cop out if someone asks, like, what's the color of cheese? And you Korea. go, Canada. Uh, you yeah. know, okay. Something That's weird like. that we both went with the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, those are kind of like cop out answers. So try your best to win the moral victory and answer the question um, within its context. So. For this game, I've prepared a little gonna, game I'm show. I'm going to adjust my order a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to split them right now. Okay. Are you ready for some intense game show music? Oh, my God. There's intense game show music? Let's go. Damn it. Wait. <laughs> I was going to say, do I get to hear it or is it just going to go on the podcast? Let's go. Oh, it's going to play the whole time. Yeah. I thought it was like an intro. This is... I'm scared. Is that nice and intense enough for yeah. you? I do like the pressure, though. Okay. All right, are you asking me or am I asking you first? I'm going to ask you the you questions first. Okay, so. Can I get like a countdown or something? No. Okay, you're just going to start it's asking It's like an stuff. interrogation. Okay. John. Yep. What's outside her window? Penises. Make up a name for a cooking show. The Joy of John. Who do you want to fight? Ryu. Tell me what you did last summer. Uh, I slept. Rhyme two words. Pork fork. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, Good pork job. fork is my favorite thing. Good job. Pork fork is my favorite thing. <laughs> Good job. What, what, what did we say you wanted to name your restaurant, a cooking show again? The Joy of John. <laughs> the Joy of John. That's terrible. Well, actually, that's kind of nice, too. But also, like, that, that could be, like, any... Any show, really? Yeah, it's I just know. you be. Look, I'm not defending my answer, <laughs> except for pork fork. Like, if there's a better answer to anything, fair. But I think the rest, the name of the show, could be John, the joy of John's pork fork. Yeah, pork fork with John. I feel like that's like a Brazzers offshoot. Yeah, kind of like. I feel like is this like an insight into my psyche? Because it's like Maybe. it wasn't. It would not have to be my cooking show. Yeah. Wait, what was it again? So what did you ask me? Let's go in order slowly now that we've done that. This, this is fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> I asked you what's outside her window. It's penis. Like, that's no way I was not going to say penis. Mm -hmm. uh, and then make up a name for a cooking show. Yep. You, you wanted to fight Ryu. Yeah, I just straight... I, you said fight my brain. Look, first of all, this is like an improv game. Yeah. So I'm it's very good like at like word doing association. This. Yeah, I'm very good at doing word association. So you said fight. I saw, I saw Street Fighter. The person who came up was Ryu. Mm -hmm. I think he would kill me. Okay. 
despite the fact that he's like you know fictional fictional and like di- like digital and <laughs> just zeros and ones i think he would still kick my ass and uh what did you do last summer i forgot I slept you slept yeah that sounds about, I, I just wanted to be accurate yeah there's no way that's not true that is true are we still te- i'm missing a part no season there but. is no summer that's like the thing yeah. like that entered my head first and jennifer love hewitt summer's canceled and then yeah the pork fork <laughs> all right i'm ready for um, all right i'm ready for my round okay, and cool. i'm gonna cue the intense music once again <clears throat> Dude. i wish i asked more open-ended questions by the way but it's okay <laughs> okay nathan is a hot dog a sandwich it is oh what <laughs> you suck at this game <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you suck at this game. I wasn't prepared. No, when you said when you said like not open ended question, I, I was prepared for like a question that had a definitive answer, not like a statement that I had to make. <laughs> you suck at this game. Okay, fine. Sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Okay. I'm gonna restart the music. I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna open my mind a little bit more okay, cool. to literally. Like things that I need to talk for a while for. All right, you answer no, because a yes or no question is. A, oh, you're asking yes or no questions. Well, some of them are. All just right. do it, okay? Just okay, do it. Fine. God damn it. Fine. I told you to study this up beforehand. No, you right. didn't. You said put ten things that are completely random. Anything, anything. I sent you a thing to look at. All right, let's try okay, that anyway. again. Okay. Game show music. Go. Nathan, is a hot dog a sandwich? Maybe if you put relish on it. Okay. What is the hardest word to rhyme? Magical knots. Okay. Sushi or suhi? Suyong. Okay. If you had to stab yourself, where would you do it? In the knee. What does love feel like? Like a tingly butthole going into your nose. Whoa. All right. Stop the music. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Suyong? I don't know. I feel like that. I was thinking of like a Korean actress. Fair enough. Okay, we're, let's recap that. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes, if there's relish on it. By the way, had a hot dog, had relish on it today. Five guys, not a sponsor, but thank you. The hardest word to rhyme is magical knots? Yes. What about logical rot? Well, th- again, it doesn't have to be. I know. <laughs> Nautical f- what, is, what? What is the hardest word to rhyme? It's not orange because... I mean, to do a full rhyme, orange is pretty hard. Storage. What? Storage. What's that? You put your things in storage. Yeah, see, if you could do half rhymes in weird accents, sure. <laughs> I, I don't know if there is a hardest word to rhyme. I guess that's kind of the point. Mm. Guitar is kind of hard. Guitar? Guitar. Oh. I'm just looking around the room. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, guitar. at least 50 billion country songs have rhymed something with guitar. Gonna get my guitar. I'm a white man, so it's not a C-tar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one. Okay, um... Yeah, sushi or suhi, su young, okay, yeah, sure. If you had in the knee, is that because of um you take an arrow in the knee or that was where my brain went. Yeah. But also like like my knee is literally just in front of my face right now. Fair. I thought about it after I wrote, wrote this th- last night. I'm like, I guess I, you don't have it, but I guess I would stab myself in my love handle. Mm-hmm. Like that's just fat, so it's like that'll heal. Everyone's got love handles. Got a little bit of. Mine's easier to stab than yours. Are you'd be you'd, you'd have to poke yours. I could like straight up like butcher knife it. That is true. Okay, what does love like feel like? A, a hairy butthole? Um, it's a it's a it's a hairy butthole well, entering your entering nostril. Your yeah, that's a real. In, that, I, I, I this I, guy I, writes love songs. For I did living, that backwards. It was supposed to be a nose entering a butthole because right. the other way around doesn't quite make sense. Mm. But I couldn't think of words to say fair enough yeah 
Okay, so now we're we're exchanging. Is that the way Jimmy Fallon does it? Uh, how, how many how many more do you have? I have five. You have five. Yeah. I have. Okay, I'm gonna do more for you then because I prepared like way too many. Oh, I should have done more. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept typing. All right, so this is like yeah, a bonus. To be fair, round. this was super easy to do. I was like, oh, this is fun to come up with random questions. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Hold on. I disconnected my <clears throat> earphones. He can't hear anything. I can't hear Gu- anything. Uh, guys, say anything about him. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's that's how he spends his free time. Okie dokie. Yeah, good. So this is a bonus round for you, John. So I get, I get, I'm getting five straight up. Okay, cool. Ready? Okay. John, who invented time travel? Uh, Thomas Edison. Name three things you can peel. Uh, an orange, uh, a mango, and a banana. <laughs> what would you call your hairstyle? John's hair. Name this elephant. Koala. What is the fifth element? Um, a movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> the last Fair one's enough. always my favorite one. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what was it, like love in the movie Fifth Element? Okay. I was hoping that you just try to make up an element. <laughs> Quadrophoniumism. <laughs> Can I just say that when movies have to make up an elephant, it's, uh, an element, it's always unobtainium, which is, that's just, come on. Did you just catch that like slightly Freudian slip right there? Yeah, I did. Because you <laughs> talked about an elephant and I'm not about an element. Uh, what, what did you name your elephant? Koala. I think that's a great name. I, I like I like the idea naming of naming animals, other animals. Yeah, things that are other things like, here's yeah. my pet dog. Cat. Yeah. That's confusing, but it's fine. Totally. I would I would love to name a dog cat. Yeah. Or like kitty. Yeah. I'm I'm I feel like the peeling things like I feel like I come with cooler answers, but I no, I wanna no, I just like, wanna get I was, it right. I was I just went fruit. I was surprised that you got it like logically correct because yeah. like, I was I was putting my because I, I, I tried I know you can't really do this but I tried to ask myself this, the, the same question yeah, yeah yeah like what would you do I just thought of like nonsense things like pants curtains and I just started naming no, I was say, around like, me. curtain makes it you can peel back a curtain <laughs> I guess my mind I swear to God it, 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 it got it locked up because I just wanted to come up with synonyms for peel like I was peel okay skin or I was like orange peel orange skin orange rind right anyway <laughs> Okay, so for this next round... We're going back and forth. We're going to go back and forth. So, like, you go, I go, you go, I go. Okay, this is hard. Okay. That's not... Just keep track of your questions. Okay. And um, also, I need to get better at this. I feel like eye contact helps. <laughs> no, I can't do eye contact. That really fucks me up. <laughs> like, I've just been, like, looking into space. <laughs> I've noticed that about myself, though. If someone's telling me a story or something, I cannot look them in the eye. Yeah? I'll get too distracted. Like, I need to be able to visualize it. How about, like, when you perform improv with somebody, you're just, like, looking, off, like, slightly off their face? No, I look them dead in the face. So I don't know. <laughs> no, it's when I listen. It's not... Or, yeah, I guess I'm listening to improv all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have face blindness? I don't think so. Okay. That's a weird thing to find out about myself. <laughs> okay, I go first, yeah? All right. <clears throat> like, you go first and I go. Okay, ready? Nathan. Yes. If your future child had to be addicted to something, what would you want to be addicted to? Um, <laughs> <from> my pillows. <laughs> John. Yeah. What is not a curse word? Planets. Nathan. Yes. Butts or boobs? Titties all day. Yeah. John. What would you say to a talking cat? Hey, what the fuck? Nathan. Would you rather have a lisp or a lazy eye? A lazy eye. Giving me much to work with here. <laughs> John. John. Yeah. What is Guy Fieri's real name? Doug Fistula. 
Hey, Nathan. Yes. Name a Korean. Um, Ji Sun Hee. Racist. <laughs> There's at least 10, I guarantee you. John, give me three reasons why I shouldn't kick you out right now. Uh, I'm your friend. Uh, you, you have a terrible kick, and it would mess up your hair. Okay. Nathan. Yes. What came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. Because? Because the chicken was too fucking lazy to come first. John. Yes. What's the first thing you buy at the supermarket? Toilet paper. Ding, ding, ding. It's not even true. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's usually the last thing. It's like, right, it's usually like the the last uh, aisle. Look, I don't know what's happening with this game, but I'm going to love forever Pork Fork and Doug Fistula. (laughs) (laughs) But you see, like, the kind of, like, the basis of it is to ask questions that, like, require, like... An answer as opposed to a choice. Right. Yeah. I, I get that now. I got a lot of choices. I don't know, man. You want your you want your kid to be addicted to pillows. <laughs> because my first <laughs> instinct was to say, my dick. But then I was like, no. <laughs> because, like, you know, one of those things where before you even hear the question, yep. you yep. think of a response. Yep. Not I should have flipped not, it around. I was like, if all, of all the things to be addicted to, what would you want your future child to be addicted to? <laughs> that that would have been my dick. That would have come out. That would be great. Well, want to try like a random lightning round that we have to improvise the questions. Improvise the questions okay. and the answers. So, so the question should uh, facilitate an answer. That what? How do you word what you kind of just said? Or just an open ended, an open ended question. An open ended question, or it could be something that you think might derive a hilarious response. Okay, you know. But I like, to be fair, I like asking normal questions. I get a hilarious response. Okay. Just don't make it multiple choice. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> because like, I feel obliged to give a choice answer okay. with a multiple choice question. All right. We're going to go off the handle on this one. Okay, I'll go, I'll go first. All right, ready? Okay. Nathan. Yes. Wh- wh- where Where is the moon? It is in David Bowie's sleeve. Oh. John? Yeah. What sound does a chicken make? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Nathan, what sound effect would you give a gun? <laughs> okay. John, what was the name of the Beatles' 17th album? Uh, the White Plus album. <laughs> uh, Nathan, yes. um, where is the best place to look for hidden treasure inside of my mom's secret cabinet that's probably a true answer <laughs> okay all right john who was the 37th president of india uh rajev <laughs> patel <laughs> singh i'm sorry i just trying to get that's you in okay. trouble that's okay that. that's great uh nathan yes um if your life was a musical, what would the reprise be? Everybody's gonna get AIDS tonight. Dun-dun-dun. Everybody get AIDS tonight. That's terrifying. <laughs> Let's do two more each. Okay. John. Okay. What is the name of the seventh largest waterfall in the world? Bob. Uh, Nathan. Yes. Where do tears go when they dry? Into my fingernails. Eee. <laughs> <laughs> John. Yes. Rhyme seven words. Um. Uh. Raven. 
Dords. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, eleven hordes. Yeah, that's a that's a nice little loophole. Stretch. Okay, yeah. and like lateral thinking. Okay, uh, last one for you because I guess I went first. No, that doesn't make sense. No, that we're then. Woo! <laughs> uh, and the music ended. That was just nice. Yeah, that was just nice. And that's what happens when you run out of ideas. <laughs> I still, I still think this is an amazing in, like, insight into our psyche. I don't know what it says. Like, I'm not an expert. I, I know, like, I forgot what the question was, but when I brought up my mom's secret cabinet, <laughs> I remember it's because... The best place to find treasure. Like, when I was younger, um, my mom had a safe. And, like, in on top of her safe, like, behind it, she would always put, like, gum. Yeah. And, like, when I was a kid, you know, because you can't buy gum... Like in as, Singapore, as a civilian in Singapore, yeah. but my mom just had this gum stash, right? <laughs> and I would just like pick at it. And this was at the time when like chiclets were still a thing, <laughs> and like fruit chiclets were like my fucking jam. Chiclets. I haven't thought about that in so long. Yeah, like the fruit chiclets, they came in that box, and I don't know why, but it was like green, orange, and yellow. Are those Mexican colors? No, it's not. Green, orange, yellow. No. Yeah. Not really, but yeah, green. I, I I just know that was like my association green. to whatever question Nigeria? you asked. <laughs> Nigeria, no, Nigeria is green and white. I don't what know. I, I just know that I I ate lots of chiclets as a child. Chiclets, yes. This is a fun game. I gotta say, <laughs> I was dubious. Yeah, but I I like it. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll tweak it for uh, future things and. Maybe play it with a guest and yeah. just bombard him or her with a bunch of dumbass questions. This episode's going to be called Pork Forks. <laughs> but like, I, 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 I found a lot of joy in like coming up with stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know fun. why. I don't know why. Like, it's just like, think, like literally thinking of like the first thing that comes into your head. Like, John, what's behind that cupboard? Your butt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's like the trick. Like, do you have like when you do stuff like this? Do you ha- is your first thought like don't be gross, and then the thing that you think of? Not really. Me the, neither. Like, I'm surprised I, I, it's I, not. I, I tend to just like pull a word from thin air, and then try to form a question around it. Right. Like John, what is the, your favorite fa- flavor of Kool Aid? Purple. Yeah, you know something yeah. like that. that. Not even true. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I would have said pussy. <laughs> That's what I'm like because like because your like, first my, thought is is be gross. Is, my my answering mind's yeah. first thought is to be gross. My yeah. my my questioning mind's first question is how do I make this question interesting? See, and my thing is that I'm not Asian in that I want to get it right. I'm John in that I just want to win. Right. Mm. Yeah. How 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 is how is that? I've never been a competitive person. I've always been curious, like what it's like to be a competitive person. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's just like. Think of something you really like the like the feeling of, and then. But okay, but does that? Yeah. But does that also mean that you know if casual games are being played between people, like you're either like kind of disconnected and not into it, or like you will find a way to get really fucking into it and like figure out how to win? Hmm. I don't think either. But if anything, it's closer to the second one. Mm. Like I'm selective in my competitiveness. I think. Because, like, I enjoy just, like, doing things with people, right? Yeah. And because of that, like, I always find myself doing things that I'm completely inept at, like so- sure. soccer sure. or badminton or chess, you know? <laughs> so, hey, you want to hang out play chess? No, that's, like, that's yeah, occasionally people want to play chess. Do you mean at the, the fucking yeah. the park with Forrest Whitaker? And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really bad at chess. 
I can't figure it out. I know like it would take some studying, but I'm really, really bad at chess. The weird thing is that, yeah, I know how every single piece moves, but I don't know how to play chess. You know what I mean? It's, it, I think it's like beyond knowing how to pieces move, like you have to have the basic skill of being able to think four or five steps ahead. At least if you want to yeah. be like anywhere near good or decent or being able to play with another person. Legit, with I'm an like, edge. that person, my opponent moved a pawn. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> move my horse in an L shape. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chess. My horse can't go straight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've I've always I've always been curious. Like I I'm not a competitive person. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Winning feels good and losing feels bad. Losing doesn't feel bad. Losing I don't know. That's the thing. I like losing sometimes. I don't yeah. really get it. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cuz like for example, improv you it's all about failing and I have no problem failing there. Cuz I think failing is different from losing. I hate losing. I don't mind failing. Right. What if like but what if like you're improving with a bunch of people who aren't just very, who are just not very good at improv? Then there's no way to fail. There's no way like, to fail no matter what. Hmm. I'm I mean, just thinking in terms of the like improv mindset and all that shit. Yeah, I guess so. But like yeah, I don't know. What is it like to, uh, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've never had to put it into words. You know, to break down that psyche. Like I know like I'm not competitive be- or like I I'm not naturally competitive. Not that I I love to lose or hate to win or whatever mm. it's just that it, i i'm not super competitive because i've always been surrounded by people that don't have my interests Fair. so i always find myself having to do things that i don't i, I either care don't, too don't, much about don't excel at or don't care too much about fair like but care enough to want to participate in mm. yeah that's that's probably that's the first time i've had to break it down but that's probably it because like no one was fucking like into the arts or music when i was growing up no, like i i was Fucking alone okay. in that shit. <laughs> Here's what I think it is. Yeah. There's rarely... There's... I, okay. Help me... Like, this is a f- semi-formed idea. Help me polish this up because yes, it's, only, it's, it's a really that. interesting thing that I really want to think about. Is let's that mold this. There are fair... There are f- uh, a fairly few amounts of um, instances in our life when you know right away that you did good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a test, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like a thing that you f- you find out that you're naturally good at, or or a thing that you find out at, that you, you excel good at. at. Okay, applause at like genuine applause when you do a show or some shit. Right, right. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning a game, you know, you did good than everyone else. You did better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. So you just like hooked onto that feeling. Yeah, you just want to distill it and inject it through your veins. I don't know. Does it make me vain though? I don't think so. I think it's just like I don't think it makes you vain. No, because like I, it's a nice feeling. I guess yeah. I don't place too much like investment into that feeling. I guess so. But like for example, like today, uh, so uh, we, I shot a project last week. I directed a thing, and today we were cutting it together, and it's starting to become a thing. And I'm like, oh my god, we did good. Right. That's how it feels like. I felt like I'm winning mm. at this editing right i don't know like as you're saying this i'm thinking of like how i feel when i accomplish something that i think is good and i think i've been working in the entertainment scene too long that i never think what i put out is good because it always gets morphed or like thrown back in my face somehow right that like the idea of like seeking approval and having it validated is something that i kind of threw away but it's it's a Quite weird thing. A I was ago. thinking about that too because for yeah. me it's not necessary. It's weird, but it's not necessarily the external validation. Mm-hmm. It's still the internal validation, right? It's ha- no. I guess that's ex- I guess it's the difference of internal. Like for example, if I cook a dish that I think is delicious but no one else likes, I fucking I felt like I lost. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. But then again, if I but then again, oh, that's fucked up. If I cook a, <laughs> if I cook a dish that everyone likes and I didn't like, I yeah. think I lost too. Uh huh. I don't know what the fuck. This is weird. We've strayed a little bit from the idea of competitiveness. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's 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 one of those qualities that I wish I had more of. Being competitive, yeah, because I think it also you are pretty chill at like everything, yeah. Because I think it, it it definitely gives you like a certain edge in so like, wait, whatever it is that you want to compete in. I feel like competitiveness is close to work ethic somehow. Mm. Like, I feel like they're not the same, but I feel like they reside in the same realm of our brain. And your your work ethic is is very good. So like, I don't think they're correlated, or at least at I've ne- I've never related the two because it feels like it sits in the same realm. You know how like kind of like disgust and hate are kind of like you know eh, but like work ethic is about the drive the motor you know like the thing that kind of like keeps you going like whether or not like your body allows you to yeah like, that's that you're describing like a winner but like or a winner's mindset but like so. whether whether or not that result garners you validation from like you know the winning or any of that stuff. I don't know. That's never really been... I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard. You know, like when you... We need a professional psychologist in Def- here. That would be good. <laughs> but you know how when you can't break something down, like you've got it to the like the smallest molecule? Mm-hmm. I just think like winning feels inherently good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I yeah. Just, I just don't care too much for it, I guess. Yeah. It used to really bother me when I lost in Overwatch. Now it's kind of like... I think that's what you call uh, what you call exposure therapy. You know exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Exactly what I'm saying. Like in every aspect, from like the the music that I put out to like social media things that I do to the games that I play. Like it's I've I've experienced defeat so often (laughs) that I have become one with it. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's I yeah. I I was born into it. (laughs) It shaped me. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I I was thinking before you told me what game you wanted to play, I thought it might be fun to just take that test that Trump did. Mm -hmm. Do you think we can find it? The Montreal. I've I've tried to look for it and it is available online. Like the exact same one? Like which one's the elephant? Yeah. Okay. So you've actually, and you've looked at all the questions? Like how really, like how easy is it? It's not a thing. It's really to... To, to test, test if you for, have dementia. For dementia, yeah. So it's like one of those things where like if you do well in, okay. You're an old, if you you're fail it, then like you need mm, to probably go for a few sessions. Um, because it's really just like, hey, where are you right now? Hey, what is the date, time, and like year? Those are the legit questions. Okay. Yeah. These are all legit questions. And like, which one's the horse? Which one's the elephant? It's it's all very simple questions. Um and yeah, it's it's what fucking, a psycho to think that like insane. if you do good at that test, <laughs> hey it's man, worth bragging about competitiveness. I guess so. <laughs> that's that's how it's that's how it happens. Yeah, we like, have the best testing. We have beautiful testing. Uh huh. We're gonna stop our testing. Yeah. I don't even want to get into that shit because that's just like a mountain of shit that mm-hmm. keeps falling and caving into itself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now it's turning into like a shit abyss. Um, that is not gonna have any end in sight, and at this point, honestly, I cannot wait for the vaccine to come. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, once the vaccine comes, you're gonna see a whole new wave of stupid coming from that side of the world. Oh, I promise you, you're going to see people make a whole fucking deal of it, 
and um, it's 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 so weird because you you would yeah. think in the Venn diagram of stupidity, the overlap of people who don't think they should wear masks and people who don't think they should get vaccines is somehow quite big. I really don't know anymore, man. Yeah, there's really no telling. Like I, I threw all my assumptions that I had about like understanding a large body of people. <laughs> sure, like many years ago, because like chances are I just don't have that wide of a view to get a full grasp of like, <laughs> you know, any of it. It's sure. it's. Like, to a certain extent, I would be very naive to think that I wasn't more naive. Like, there's really just so much... It's pretty damn deep. I'm going to tweet that shit later. But, you know, there's just so much um, craziness going on in the world. And and it's crazy because we don't understand it because Mm -hmm. we just... Our our perspective is just too narrow. But I think you have that... You have the perspective of knowing that you don't know stuff. The Mm -hmm. problem is when people don't know stuff but think they know everything. That's a problem. That's America. I watched a video about that this week. That concept? Yeah. What was, what was the video? Um, it was one of those, like, you know, ASAP science videos of, mm. like, oh, the dr- drawing on a whiteboard about, like, a science thing. And it delved right into that concept about how, like, it's this snake that eats itself. An Ouroboros. Be- <laughs> That's a fun word to say. Ouroboros. Of sorts. Yeah. Because, like, if you if you don't know what you don't know... Then how do you know that you don't know what you don't know? Exactly. <sighs> and if you know what you don't know, then that's the first step into knowing more than you know. Um, and the, it's a whole thing. But when it, you know what you didn't know, then would you know more that you don't know? I don't think that you could know more than you know. Okay, if Dr. No knew what to... to <laughs> <laughs> if Dr. Nian knew how much... Um, but yeah, it was a whole video about how like people that uh, think they're skilled at something most times are not... Right and and how you know how that idea extrapolates. Okay. Well, I put into... that video in the show notes, but apparently no one fucking reads them. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Like all all the seven. other podcasts I listen to have show notes. I'm sure seven people do. You know, I think they look nice the way I organize them. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. More less time a, a to write, the, more time to podcast. I say a lot of the podcasts that I've I've seen with show notes tend to be like two or three sentences right. enough to fit in the Spotify description I'm doing it and the Apple description without clicking show more and pretty much every other thing because that, you know attention spans are short god fucking people with right people the only podcast I guess that maybe I might appreciate show notes to and I don't know if they do this because I've never checked if is if the Joe Rogan podcast came with show notes that had time codes of yeah. like the things that they talk about but I don't think they do that. But I guess that's why the JRE Clips YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel exists. Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm re-editing. I feel like I'm rambling a lot this episode. I, my, my mind has just been like this mush of a whole bunch of things. And honestly, I, I wish I was a bit more clear-headed for this show. But like the last week has been like a weird amalgam of like thinking about this upcoming EP project and then like, Shift, That's okay. Shifting gears to like another bunch of musical projects that are in in English this time. I th- oh, and exciting! Then the, and then at the same time, like all this fucking NDP shit, right? <laughs> Which is taking up so much time. Like, don't get me wrong; I'm very proud to be a part of it. But yo, like yo. The, the people that run the show, you listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, this isn't supposed to be a, like a news thing or anything but like you know yeah but someone download this podcast cut this part out and post it like uh, ndp.com 
like it's sometimes it's just not run the most efficiently sure like for example today we ran a very very simple piece about seven or eight times and just to like we ran through it it was a very simple like walk to point a walk to point b walk to point c raise up your hand and we're good um and they only started filming around like the fifth time and then they were like hey we need more enthusiasm i'm like yeah you kind of drained out the last four fucking times we did this is this (laughs) rehearsal or is this like film like, stuff that's actually going to be part of the there's a whole thing because like we don't know for sure that we're going to be able to do the show live mm-hmm. on the 9th mm-hmm. so they're pre-recording a bunch of things right now yeah in, in case there's like errors or in case there's like technical issues but then my big question is why the hell does it have to be live then why can't we just pre-tape the whole thing and yeah. air it like everything else because it seems like you're going for a certain level of polish yeah with the number of times that we're running this thing yep yep (laughs) so like if you get it to be this shiny polished thing after like 20 runs and then you're only then you're going to end up using the live footage that may or may not be good like i don't quite understand what the rationale is behind that i think everyone's just figuring out this new fucking paradigm it's really weird yeah yeah but that's why like like my my major complaint is i just hope that in the future they get people that actually produce shows Mm -hmm. to produce this show as opposed to like having the team made up of mostly like military right it's just not the best way to run things i know it gives them something to do yeah like it's like you know at the end of the day it's a show fair enough (laughs) it needs to be run by people that run shows yeah and I'm pretty sure it would save a lot of money as well if, like, they just... We'll get it right the first time. Yeah, if they just... Or if they just decided to, like, hey, let's pre-tape everything, then that way we can focus this amount of time on getting this part right, focus this amount of time on getting this part right, and then Mm. stitch it together, Mm -hmm. and then there you go, you have a show. As opposed to getting hundreds of people to show up at a place, like, every few days. Waiting for that COVID outbreak. It can't be the best way to do things. That's all I'm saying. Not that I want you to get COVID, but, oh, God, that'd be so funny. I, I rest assured. Whenever I come back, I wash up and sanitize just in case. <laughs> I, that's fine. Uh, yeah, man. Speaking of the new paradigm and figuring out how to do shows, mm-hmm. I just did a show, Nathan. I did a play. I don't even know if you knew about that. No. Yeah, I did a play in my bedroom over the weekend. Uh, a friend of mine who I went to college with is a producer, and she's based out of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just wants to stay active, so she wanted to produce a play. It was supposed to be a rehearsed. It was supposed to be a rehearsed reading and turned it basically into a full production. Right. Uh, it was a play called Water Child, and if you love how funny and and pop culturey and 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 just bubbly I can be, this is not the show for you. Right. Um, I played this dude who just wants a baby and his wife who can't have a baby, and we talk about not having a baby for like two hours. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a bummer, but actually, I th- I'm pretty proud of the work, and it was good to stretch my dramatic. Um, wings a little bit so you guys did like a like a script read of sorts yeah but you know what's cool about it so these are one of the things we discovered during the show is that or in rehearsing the show so originally it was supposed to be like you just sit in your chair and then you you read a script and it's fine it's over zoom um but then she brought in a director friend who like wanted to try things and then we started moving on our space and then it kind of morphed into this thing where it was like a full production and i didn't memorize the lines but here's my favorite part because we had our script on our monitor, and because my monitor is so close to my camera, I just like I was basically doing like script karaoke. Mm-hmm. So like I just kept scrolling, and my line would always be right underneath my camera. So it looked I was looking. It looked like I was looking to the camera. Right. Supposedly, I haven't watched the footage back yet. Um, but I was like walking around and I had my mouse and I was like, scrolling. That's the only part I hated. But it's cool because we tried to do it as a live theatrical event, but they were like, "Well, I mean, people can't make it that day, so why don't we put it on YouTube as well? You you still buy a ticket." So it's it's weird. I basically Is it like an honor did, system. 
No, no, you ha- we to get the link. Uh, so I guess people could spread it. I guess so right. honor system in that sense. But yeah, if you want to watch the show, uh, I'll put it in the show. Uh, not put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll put it on Instagram. Uh, yeah, check out the show. It's like a minimum seven dollars Singapore to watch it. And it's pretty cool. And we have a cast from all over the world, like literally. We had people calling in from Australia, people calling in from the UK, and mm. from America and Asia. Mm. And it kind of looked like we were all in the same room at some points. People were saying, I can't, it's hard for me to believe that. But nice. yeah, Water Child, um, The Search for Having Children by you know, by Emma Wood, this playwright. Awesome. I'm, I'm curious what like the live scene is going to look like over the next few months because that's a, that's something a lot of people are trying to figure out like what is the best way to do it how can we do it mm-hmm. like what are the risks involved and I actually saw a very interesting story that came out of Germany uh-huh. um, last week they are <clears throat> apparently they're doing pretty decently with the corona outbreak yeah they kind of kind of got, got under control so now. much yeah. so that they got the approval to run an experiment with 4,000 concert goers mm-hmm. they're going to run a concert um, in a proper venue and everything, and they're going to give all four thousand concert goers like a uh, identification tag, and give them like black light um, hand sanitizer mm-hmm. that's going to allow them to monitor the spread of contact and like fluid and just you know basically they're going to be able to have a visible uh, a visual representation of the germs of germs spreading in a concert like that. And Interesting. Yeah, and they're using this to kind of gather data. They're also using this to see, like, is there a feasible way to hold live events um, in the near future? Is it a capacity thing? Is it a spacing thing? Um, is it just something that can't fucking be helped? Yeah. Because the live scene is a source of income for a lot so of the economy. People. It's not just the performers and the crew. It's also the restaurants in the area. It's also, like, the, the people that tr- transport in and out of there. Tons of, It's, like, yeah. the, the economy surrounding that entire situation and that's lots of jobs and lots of income that's not coming in for mm-hmm. like at exactly. least another exactly. half a year. So I don't know. For the first time in my life, I hope Germany succeeds. Um, <laughs> I hope. They, I'm kidding. I hope the experiment works out well, um, and I hope they find out something that we could use practically. So you know, maybe like the optimal uh, audience size is 270, and then we'll be Who good knows? from there. I don't know. But I mean, like. Because we also had a Q&A after the show, and like it got me thinking about the future of performing. I mean, because there was a lot of students that literally were like, what's the future of performing? And I was like, you know, live is great and everything, but like I feel like we were seeing the birth of a new kind of thing. Like this online, in-person... Yeah, yeah. On- like it's online, it's it's you know, definitely... It's, it's showing its prominence, but also we already have content that kind of fills that gap and in a way that is much more satisfying no but that's the thing know? is that like yes you're totally right like twitch but, but that's like that's the idea or, or even oh i thought you were just talking about movies and tv shows oh no no like yeah sure there's that that's been around for ages but in terms of like the new media push like we already have ways that we already have content that fills up that gap mm-hmm. of like user created content created from home for people mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. things like twitch things like youtube things like you know like all the stuff that you can find but online i love the idea of like just progress you know what i mean like you know like converting a medium that is best enjoyed live and then trying to tweak it well i mean if anything it's just like it, if fuck it's just like when you have constraints or when something new comes along, you Creativity. you can deny it or you can ride the wave and figure out how to do it. Like Yeah, definitely. You know, theater's never gonna die, I think. Storytelling's never gonna die. Mm-hmm. Storytelling for sure is never gonna die. So but like how do we adjust to like not being able to be in the same space? Mm-hmm. What if then then how do you get to the point where it's like, Oh, I think I'd rather yeah. stay in tonight and do the Zoom play as opposed to go to the theater and watch a real play. Right. 
Yeah. There's a lot and of benefits. Like, you know, we watched a couple of weeks ago, friends of ours put on Murder yeah. at Mandai Camp, which was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. There's something so. definitely like still irreplaceable about it. Like, oh, absolutely. It, 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 it's, it, I know it's like, it's probably been said a thousand times before now, but at this point, but like I was watching some videos of, of like things that were happening in like January or late 2019 and like just lots of people in like a space together. And then I was like, fucking hell, I miss that shit mm-hmm. so hard. Like it, it's crazy that you just don't see that in recent memory. Like I was watching some videos at like a magic convention <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, this, they're so close to each other and they're like hugging and they're like climbing on each other and they're just like, yeah, and this is, it's man. I really think, yes, with all the technological progress and all that they were making in all these mediums, humans are social creatures at heart and like that mm. shit is just irreplaceable. I agree. Like future can do whatever future wants. I do not accept the the reality that Ready Player One presents to me. That would be dope. If we had the same technology <laughs> of Ready Player One, I'd be into it. Let's go. Give me my haptic gloves. Because, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, fuck. I mean, 2020, right? But who's to say there's not going to be a COVID-21 or a COVID-22 or... Oh, no. There's almost... Like, it's, it's, it's not even like an if. It's a when. Yeah, exactly. At this point, really, with the, with the world being as small as it is and as interconnected as it is, it really is a matter of when. But then it also is a matter of like, how can we get the welfare of the human race at a better state? Because a lot of these viruses spread because of a lack of welfare, because of a lack of like... Um, proper health uh, uh just uh, say china it's fine <laughs> no Fucking china. They, no Kung really flu. there's a reason why a lot of no, these yeah, viruses right. come from china and africa but it, it, because it, there's a lot of places parts of those places that live in poverty or yeah. like very little education to know what to do to maintain hygiene yeah. standards what's the, is mark robert asked that of bill gates right like what is the benefit of well, who asked that to someone and to build it to think like what is the benefit of lifting other countries to poverty so like why do we do free trade why do we do this mm-hmm. it's because where did I fucking get this because this is so great the idea that like you go around and you'll ask people who is the smartest person in, in history and people will say stuff like Albert Einstein or yeah. Nicholas Tesla but like statistically there's a pretty good chance the smartest person ever is someone you never heard of because more than likely they were born in rural Africa or China and all instead of like going to school and being expressed their intelligence, they had to survive day by day getting water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you lift people out of poverty, when you, you do that, it's better for the human race as a whole. It's just sound so logic. This, you it know really I mean? is just sound logic. You're raising... It's not, it's not obvious logic, you know? I think it is because you're just raising the water line for everybody, you know? Like everyone is going to float up together. Yeah. And like it's... it it If... if Because like it's the whole saying that we're only as good as our worst... Player yeah, but people is, like that, people you know? don't think of the, we're only a strong a chain is only strong as weakest link. For example, yes, I guess people okay, but I, sees, I'm hoping where is the, in the post COVID world people mm. see us more as a human race as opposed to this race and that race and that race. If you think about it in that context, we're only as strong as our weakest link. America. You know, <laughs> no, but it's like, it, but then again, there's because the obvious thing is like, oh, that's not my problem. That's another thing on the other side of the world. Sure, you sure, know? sure. That's the one that's most obvious. Yeah, I guess. I, I think, even even when I heard that thing, I was like, "It's totally right." Yeah, we do. We are only as strong as our weakest player ball yeah. thing. Because I, I'm really just—I'm not even looking for the smartest person here. I'm just looking for like better education across the board, so like there's less stupid shit that can affect us as a human race, <laughs> like COVID. Yeah, you know that is a direct product of a lack of education and a lack of hygiene. Yeah, like, and we can't really blame a specific group of people. Is kind of like it we all just kind of made it that it was that way. Yeah. 
Mm. Hopefully, we learned a lot from this, though. In terms, of, like, even from the practical side, we look at Sweden, we look at America, we look at Korea, and we'd be like, okay, this is probably the best way to handle a virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking viruses are such dicks. <laughs> can't wait for. I don't even know what I can or can't wait for anymore. I know it's everything stupid. <laughs> everything is stupid. You know what? You know what? I, okay, like, this is the last thing because we're running a bit long. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I kind of hate. Mm. in this day and age that I want to figure out how to replace is I hate the question like so how have you been doing like I never know how to give that like a satisfying answer because like it's kind of the same for the last few months it's just been like you know not good enough to brag but not bad enough to like bore you with it um, you know what that makes me think of so when I teach improv um, by the way if you want to take class with me visit the improv.sg um, I always ask I always check in with my students at the beginning of each class. And instead of asking, how are you doing? Or like, how you, how's your week been? I always say, what is one thing that happened since we last saw each other that piqued your interest or made you happy? Mm-hmm. And that leads to much more interesting conversation. It leads to a better connection to yourself. Because who, like, even before COVID, how the fuck could you answer? How's it going? Yeah, fine. Now it's like, how's it going? COVID. That's the answer, right? I but guess instead, it's more of like beforehand you would or at least how i would do it was just kind of just like give a kind of vague rundown of the last week or two yeah. you know of like yeah just been busy with this and busy with that, and that but then like that question asked now is just kind of like everything's just kind of the same everything's just same-ish and not, i get asked not- it so i get asked it asked mm-hmm. it so often that i just don't even know what to answer anymore. that's what i'm saying dude so instead i don't know just be like what 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 caught your interest or what made you chuckle? Like, I'll be like, how, how should one respond to how are you in this day and age in a, in a satisfying way? <laughs> I think it reveals your character, right? So I'm a hopeful person. I'm like, if someone asked me how I was, I'd be like, no, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, this week I went on a podcast and I said pork fork. Yeah. Fair enough. Pretty cool. Fair enough. Still hate that question though. Makes me angry at the year. Jeez. <laughs> it's always nice to leave on a nice uh, upbeat note. <laughs> oh my goodness. But let me ask you, Nathan, what in the past week has piqued your interest? What made you chuckle? Um just, I don't know, man. Like the, the pictures on my wall, I guess. That's not bad. That's how you're that's how you're doing. No, they don't really make me chuckle, it just made me oh, I gotta take this off in a few days. <laughs> at least you know you're alive. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and you're alive too, listener. Thank you so much for joining us. Um sorry for being a little late, but you know, eighty percent of you don't know that it's late. According to statistics that we have collected on you. Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. Uh, it really does warm my heart. Uh, we're sending out... Uh, we picked our prize winner. We'll send out the prize soon. Um, thank you. Oh, really quick, before I go, I promised a listener a shout-out because she sent me a really lovely message on the Insta. Thanks for the hang. Bye. Oh, that's a real dick move. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on. <laughs> before we go, just want to say hi to AD. Um, I'm kidding. I'm going to edit this whole part out. <laughs> uh, so, a special shout-out to AD. She's talking about how... She just said thank you to us, Nathan. I want to mm-hmm. share it with you. She was saying that she was in the hospital uh, having spine uh, surgery, basically, and she was having insomnia and anxiety. And she said listening to the podcast helped her. So thank you for taking the time to write that note. I hope everything's okay. And I guess... I really hope it wasn't that episode where we were talking about like the darkest parts of the internet. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's probably there. Because <laughs> that would have been like a terrifying bummer. <laughs> yeah. 
not as bad as having your spine injured. So Nathan, I guess my question to you is how do you avoid getting your spine injured? Stretch lots. There you go. And don't get hit by cars. On that note, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode 130. I've been John. That's Nathan. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hand. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.